Now, well-being wellness consultant Philip Rankin and special guest Peter Mullen. Today, Peter, we're talking good bacteria. Peter, um, you've in the 25 years in the world of wellness, I imagine you've seen a lot of bugs. <laughs> I probably have seen a lot of bugs, but not particularly the gut bugs, mind you. Yeah. Peter, the good and bad bacteria, tell us lots about it. We've all got some. Yeah, well, actually, the, there's a, a, a growing area of research about how our balance of bacteria that live in our digestive tract. And we've got about 10 times more bacteria or bugs that live in our gut than what we have actually cells in our body. That's amazing. So the highest highest genetic material in our body is actually to do with our bacterial balance. Um, We actually get inoculated with our good bacteria through the birth process. So um, how these good bugs come into our system, babies in the uterus, it's believed, are in a sterile environment. And then as they actually move through the, the birth canal with a, a, a vaginal birth, that's when the, bacteri- the babies pick up their bacteria from the bacteria in the area. And then hopefully through breastfeeding and then all the things babies do over that first 12 months, you know, eating dirt and stuff like that, that's how the gut bacteria get really inaugurated into the gut and really set up properly. And has it changed over time now? Yeah, absolutely. And that's probably one of the areas that... I think our kids' health is so uh, much more of an issue, and we can talk about this after this next break, but um, I believe that one of the reasons why our kids' health is um, not what it should be is because of um, this change in gut flora. So they've estimated that our gut flora now is a lot different to what it was 100 years ago. Right. And and so what does the gut flora, and we've asked permission, Dave, to use the word gut. We understand it's changed over time. We're talking about the the digestive process. What actually, um, how does it grow? Where does it get its food from? Well, the food food for the good bacteria. So the bacteria that live in our bowel, in our large bowel, is kind of like a compost heap. So we need to eat soluble and insoluble fibres um, from, from the food that we're eating that actually feed these good bacteria. And on the surface, what these good bacteria do is they help to produce certain vitamins. So good bacteria produce vitamin K. Mm-hmm. And vitamin, some of the B vitamins. Good bacteria help to produce the the um, the food for cells in our bowel that prevent bowel cancer. So we need good bacterial balance to prevent bowel cancer. And growing research is suggesting that this balance of good bacteria, you know, also play a major role in um, immune system. You know, helping us to prevent colds and colds and flu. So. Um, yeah, so having healthy bacteria really makes it... Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I love the little compost heap out the back of the yard. The worms, if they're not fed the, the, the food that they can digest, we don't get any fertiliser, we don't get any nutritious soil back. Same for our body? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, so, what the, so the key point I guess I want to make in this first, first part is that our gut flora is critical to good health. In fact, if we were to wipe out all the good bacteria that lived in our gut, we wouldn't be able to survive. Mm, interesting, isn't it? And, yeah. and here we are today. Um, you mentioned that it's already changing. We, we, we observe the change in diet, change in foods, not only for children but for ourselves. And there's so many issues that can come as a, as a symptom or a result well, of that. As, as we see that our health is changing so much, you know, and as I said, I believe it's because of this change in our gut flora. Probiotics, Peter, uh, good bacteria versus the bad bugs. How do we know or what possibly could be going on as a symptom and that bacteria is a part of or maybe a cause of that? 
Uh, well, definitely, we see we see um, a lot of patients that have an imbalance in their good and bad bacteria. And, you know, we talked about that briefly, you know, diet in the first section, um, antibiotics. You know, anyone that's had even as little as two or three courses of antibiotics over their whole lifetime will be at risk of having a disturbed it's killed the good bacterial the balance. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah, so overuse of antibiotics is a big factor. Uh, alcohol, sugar, processed foods, additives, preservatives, um, chlorine in our drinking water. You know, when you think about our drinking water, it's... It's an awesome service that we all have this great water, but there must be a fair amount of chlorine in it to keep it sterile. So we always recommend, you know, at least trying to take the chlorine out of the water before we drink it. So all of these things can affect the balance of good bacteria. And can I can I just mention that? And you've said this many times, and you just mentioned it again. It's not that the chlorine is bad for us; it's what we don't do to support the good bacteria after that. The water's okay. Look, absolutely. I think. Um, with with our with our gut health, our gut health, our gut bacterial balance can change quite quickly. You know, in a change of diet in four days, we can have quite different gut flora. Right, so, right. And it's thought that this is part of our evolutionary adaption that we can have this ability. But what we want to do is, like, that's why I, I recommend for everybody as a as a preventative, or part of what I call foundation nutrition, is that everybody should take a probiotic every day. Right. But we'll be talking about that more. We've got um, one more. Um, free free night on tonight for gut health yes and um, right. one on next week as well for anyone that wants to know more and we talk a lot more about the types of probiotics and the benefits of different types of probiotic yeah look, you've, you've mentioned um last week we talked a little bit about ibs and immune yeah systems. most people that have ibs definitely would have an imbalance of good and bad bacteria um kids over the winter, so if kids are getting a lot of colds and flu, you know, we talked about echinacea mm, a few weeks mm, back. Mm. Another thing I would always recommend, particularly if kids have had a history of antibiotic use, I would always recommend a good probiotic to right. take at the same time. So yeah. we sort of think of winter prevention as echinacea, vitamin C, and now adding in the benefit of a good good children-friendly or child-friendly probiotic. Well, well it's not obvious, uh, Dave. You know, we, we hear... All of these symptoms, colds, flus, um, IBS, eczema, etc., it's not easily and quickly recognised that it's gut flora, gut Absolutely. bacteria. From, from a naturopathic point of view, we focus a lot on everything comes from the gut. So eczema is a good example. There's a, um, a strain of probiotic called lactobacillus rhamnosus or LGG. Oh, like LGG, thank you. Yeah. yeah that'll... And so when you hear things like Yakult... Which yes. is a brand for similar to what you're talking about, yes. and they say have one a day. Is that correct? Um, they they do say that, but the 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 in my opinion, the the number of bacteria and the quality of the bacteria might not be specifically what someone oh. needs. So if someone's got eczema, like in this this um strain of probiotic called LGG, really does a phenomenal job for anyone that's got eczema. We use it a lot with kids and get awesome results where their eczema really disappears once you can get that gut flora. Right. Is it a similar form as, as we understand that to be? Absolutely. It can come in um, capsules or powder. And I think, Dave, what you've mentioned there, I'll just pick up on, there's a lot of interest in natural health and off the shelf. The intention's great, but the, the, you've mentioned this before, Peter, the, the medical uh, standard or the quality of the product. Quality's not always there, and, and sometimes it piggybacks on other people's research. Yes. So say, for instance, with that LGG, because there's been quite a bit of research on LGG, eczema, hay fever, someone else can include a little bit of that in their product mm. 
and make similar claims, mm. even though it's not based around the right doses. And sometimes give it a bad, give that, all that research a bad name by being ineffective. Yeah, absolutely, right? Absolutely. And even um, there was a recent study. Quite a few of the listeners might have read about this, where for years they've been having trouble treating kids that have anaphylactic reactions to peanuts, and the only thing they've found that's semi-beneficial is to give people desensitising injections, where they inject a small portion of peanut, but over many years. New new um, research has come out that if they combine this strain of probiotic with the desensitisation, they're getting a much more positive, lasting result. So again, the benefit of the probiotic and the desensitising together is giving a, a more lasting. So result. the body's so quite building, exciting, right? It's building up a strength, a resistance. It's yeah, it's doing uh, it. Itself. The immune system's calming down because right. it's even um, there's been links to you know this increase in autoimmune that we're seeing. Mm. Back to back to the balance of gut flora. Increase in allergies. You know, when we were at school, we didn't have nut-free this and egg-free this and chocolate-free this. So one of the theories why our kids are becoming more allergic is because this balance of bacteria being passed from mother to baby has been affected or altered and their immune systems are having trouble recognising between self and non-self as a result of really, this changing. Really it's, wonderful news coming through, isn't it? it? Just it's from great the that the research... And, and it gives us opportunities, like seeing someone taking that LGG strain, particularly in reduce, you know, in proper circumstances, mm. reduce their anaphylaxis, we can actually see that we may be able to reverse some of these conditions eventually. So, Great. That's exciting. Feeding the bugs, Peter. What, what do bugs thrive on? We've mentioned a few things. What, what could we look at with probiotic foods? Well, prebiotic, I beg your Prebiotics. So probiotics are the good bacteria. Mm-hmm. And um, what really makes the big difference if you're taking a probiotic, and I believe everybody should be taking a probiotic, um, is to take the, the proper prebiotic foods. So examples are like your fermented foods. You know, they're seeing a bit of a, a comeback at the moment. Everyone's making their own sauerkraut, kimchi, um, Miso, miso soup, organic miso soup has a lot of benefits for, for feeding good bacteria. Apple cider vinegar, you know, I'm a big fan of apple cider vinegar. They stimulate digestion but also to feed the good bacteria. And then just to include in our diet things like brown rice. So the fibre in the brown rice really feeds those good bacteria. Carrots are really great. Um, cacao, which is raw cocoa, green tea. Can I ask you the juicing phase, if you like, that's on. What about, what's carrot juice as opposed to, if you like, a raw carrot? Well, it's the fibre that you're after. You want the fibre. Yeah, absolutely. So the fibre is the real prebiotic yep. preparation. Yeah, yep. the bacteria eat the back. The bacteria, that's the, the food for the good bacteria. Right. So we want to have healthy amounts. Like uh, what would be even better would be pickled carrots, right. I'd imagine. Although Blended carrots rather than the carrot juice and there's no fibre? Yeah, if, you, if you're making, if you're making um, like a super smoothie or you're blending it, right. try and blend the whole carrot, definitely. And, and that goes similar to a lot of the other fruits or vegetables you yeah, mentioned. Yeah, almonds are also great as well, uh, organic and activated if you can get them. But all of these things um, really provide the good because you want to be doing. And the, the reality is like all of us are going to have days where you know we're not always eating at our best or cheap moments. And um, because our gut flora can change quite considerably, you know, if we have three or four days of eating the wrong thing, we can really upset that balance. So that's why I always think it's, um, as I said, part of my foundation recommendation for most patients long-term is to take a probiotic all the time and, 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 the, and to change change them around as well. Yeah, um, there's so much to share, really, isn't and so many solutions. I mean, you've got more 
of this if you're interested in how to treat IBS or um, how to get to know your gut bugs better on your blogs. So yep, there's more yep, information. Yeah, people can go there. to um, mullenhealth.com and, and um, those blogs are there for Children anyone. are a real favourite of yours, aren't they? I mean, you've done... Absolutely. Um, I often in, in and out of the clinic in there and there's always families in there, there's children in there. Um, and so that, that talk you've got for the children, it, will that be as well about their gut health? Yeah, absolutely. And that's coming up on the Wednesday the 8th of July yeah. at um, 6.30 at the... Um, place at charlestown that'll be a, a free talk for anyone that's interested in um natural remedies for kids we're focusing on so we i'm not perfect and i haven't found anyone yet oh, pardon you know i've been married for 26 years but still no one perfect tell us how we go we always have those cheating moments we have those um foods that w- w- how do we get around that we're, we're not always going to be having everything right that we're told so yeah absolutely and that's why that's why i'd recommend that like I always three things I recommend as foundation nutrition is a good quality multi, top quality multi, good quality fish oil which we talked about last week, and a good probiotic. Yeah, that's great. That's it's great news. I mean, there's just again um, so much research has backed up uh, preventative disease. Uh, absolutely, and probably one of the the major areas of research going forward is to do with this gut microbiome and the 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 role that healthy bacteria play for us to have really good health long term yeah great look forward to that talk tonight next week so if people would like some more details where can we get that information from um yes um go go to the mullenhealth.com.au you can book a ticket there or call in at uh, 49 61 40 75